At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yo, 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 what is happening? This is Chris Williams. I know we are live on YouTube. So uh, let's go ahead and get started, man. My name is Chris Williams. You know what? This is actually an impromptu conversation. So uh, I wanted to record this live because it kind of hit me in the moment. I was answering a question uh, from a gentleman who had posted something in a dad's group that I'm a part of. So if you don't know, this is Chris Williams. This is the world according to Chris. Your things for all things for the grown man in you. And there was a question that was posted um, that I saw and I thought it was a really great question that I happen to be able to answer. And in the moment I answered it and I was like, you know what? I think this would be a great place to be able to have this discussion and just go live about it. So uh, I thought I would go ahead and share with you guys and kind of give you a quick rundown of just kind of the conversation and give you the keys that I shared with this gentleman, all right? So let me kind of give it to you so that way you are aware. All right, so here was the question that was asked, right? So the question this gentleman asked in his dad's group was, hey, me and my wife, we are running and starting a business together, right? And he's like, that's been great, but what are the pros and cons of doing so, all right? So um, it was a very interesting question. Take a sip of my nice coffee. Because I've been up since 5 a.m. <laughs> um, but it was an interesting question because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, my wife has been an entrepreneur for the last 12, 13 years. She left corporate happy and has been successful uh, since she's left corporate. We decided to jump into a venture together in business and it has exploded. It has gone well. We own actually a health and wellness business. We've been educating people uh, with our platform for the last almost March will make three years. And this business has outpaced anything we've ever done. Um, honestly, it really, really has. And the question when he asked it, I just, you know, dried it down some some thoughts on what, you know, what I thought I could bring to and add some value to this question. So again, the question is, hey, my wife and I are starting a business together. What are some pros and cons? He thought about pros and cons. I wanted to focus more on the positive side and say, hey, if, if you're starting a business with your wife, right? Gentlemen, if you're starting a business with your wife, it sounds like a really great idea. It is awesome. It is so cool. You, you, you can see all of the dreaming and the working together. Okay, that's great. But I wanted to give you the four keys to make sure that you can keep your marriage and your business thriving, all right? So this is four keys to make sure that you can keep your marriage and your business thriving, all right? Now I wrote these down, so I'm literally just paying attention to the information that I wrote. So I wanna, I wanna share this information with you right now, all right? So here's, here it is, again, my wife and I own a very successful health and wellness business. We have enjoyed what we do. 
But there are some things that I have learned along this journey of doing a successful business with my wife and keeping and, and keeping in mind that the business and our marriage both need to be healthy. Because it makes no sense to have a successful business, but your marriage is falling apart. Or a successful household, but the business is in shambles and now it's creating problems in the marriage, right? It can, it can be vice versa. I think what we're all looking for is kind of a balance of both, right? Business going pretty good, marriage rolling, right? But I like to use the word thriving, right? You want your, bu- you want your business and your marriage to thrive. So in my case, there have been some things that having a business together, never done it, done, having done a business together before, having a business, doing it together has been extremely beneficial. Um, and I'll kind of explain because it, it goes through my answer. So I'm gonna give you the four that I shared with this gentleman. Okay, so here are the four keys to make sure that your business and your marriage continue to thrive. Number one, think you probably already know what it is. I'm doing it right now. Communication. Here's what I said to him and I'll, I'll read the sentence and then I'll kind of explain. Communication will either be your demise or a strength. Make it the latter. Say it again. Communication will either be your demise or a strength. Make it the latter. What I have learned in, in learning, I won't say it's over. I, I'm always learning. It's not just the fact that you and, and her are, are going to start a business together. You're putting a business schedule on top of your already convoluted, crazy life schedule with children, birthday parties, sports, um, uh, uh, anniversary, uh, mother-in-laws, father-in-law. You, you already have a schedule. Then you're cramming that business on top of that schedule. It is important that you learn to communicate. If you suck at it now, don't think it's going to get better because you started a business. You got to consider every you got to consider every little thing is going to be important by 10. Right. It's going to 10 X. If picking up the kids right now is a struggle with your work schedule. It's not going to get any easier when you've booked a meeting with one vendor, she's in the store or whatever you're doing right and running the online business and baby boy's got to be picked up from football practice. And both of us can't figure out who's going to do it. (laughs) And it's 10 minutes before practice is over. Communication, right? So here's what I would suggest. Uh, My wife and I have a shared calendar on our phone. And so using that shared calendar saves us a lot of headache it moves a lot. That calendar is not in stone. It's in running water, <laughs> it, meaning it, it's moving. It's constantly moving. We might put something on for two weeks from now. It'll probably move nine or 10 times before that actual moment, just because things are always moving. Today, we had a situation where uh, son had to go to football practice. She had a meeting. I was in a, in, in a meeting, finishing a meeting, getting ready to go to another meeting. I had to move a meeting. Uh, in order to be able to pick him up, he found a ride last minute. The meeting was already moved. Again, you already have a life schedule. That business schedule is going to be fitting on top of that. You've got to communicate. Fellas, please take the lead on that.
like sit down, write down a calendar, create a shared calendar, do something, but it's going to help your business and marriage thrive because you need to put on your calendar every little thing. I mean, what time is yours? Like your you time? Like, so I have my man time, right? Where I might be here playing my PlayStation, playing my Xbox, or just doing nothing, watching a movie or whatever. I might need to put that on the calendar. I'm not that good at putting that particular thing on the calendar because I do it late at night. But if you do yours during the day, cool. When is your creativity time, right? What time do you need? Are you a morning person for creativity or are you a morning person to get all the hard stuff done? What's your schedule? Your schedule might be like mine and my wife's where she's a early morning person, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. Bam, she can get it done. Me, call me after six o'clock in the evening. <laughs> I don't know, my, my my creativity kicks in at that time, right? I'm no good first thing in the morning to nobody. It, it just, I, I'm not a morning person. She's great at it, right? So you gotta decide what is communication going, I gotta, and you gotta communicate about everything. You, you, you have to. You will crash and burn if you don't, all right? That was number one. So number one, communication will either be your demise or your strength. Choose the latter because you are going to communicate. Sit down tonight, tomorrow, next week, whatever that business is you're doing, write out each other's calendar and then say and realize that that business calendar is going to have to sit on top of that and it can move a lot of stuff around. That's number one. Number two, here's what I told him. Again, now, in case you're just watching this, this is a conversation that I just had with a guy in a dad's group for context. He was asking about pros and cons of starting a business with your wife. So I'm sharing with you what I said. Number two, you both will be stronger at different things of the business. Be okay with that and leverage it. I'm gonna say it again. You both will be stronger at different things of the business. Be okay with that. Leverage it. It's, it's going to kind of bleed into uh, number three, but let me kind of explain. When my wife and I started doing our business, um, there, there were glaring differences about the way we approach the totality of the business, but then also what we both can do in that business. If that makes any sense. We, we were... We figured out like our piece that works best for who we are. I'll give you an example. I don't mind hopping on live last minute and having a conversation about something that I know or a hot button topic or whatever. I'm cool with that. I'm good with talking to 5,000 people, 50,000 people, five people. Doesn't matter. I'm going to treat everybody the same. Um, I'm okay in front of people. I'm good with the people side of a business. My wife, on the other hand, is not the person that wants to be in front of the crowd. That's not her natural default. Will she do it? Absolutely. And she'll crush the heck out of it. Her natural default, find her in the corner in the back, running the numbers. Find her making sure the engine and the lights are staying on. Find her in the back, figuring out how to optimize something. Find Like that's her sweet spot, right? Not up front. That's more naturally me. She's more in the back. That's more naturally her. Right. But we leverage it. Right. I don't mind. She can call me today and say, hey, there's this person I want you to go talk to. Cool. Let me go help them. Let me go figure out what we can do. Let me go see how we can add value. I don't have to know them. I'm OK with talking to people I don't know. Complete strangers. Cool by me. 
My wife is okay with it, but her natural default, let me run the numbers. Let me make sure everything in the background is going right. Let me make sure it's optimized. Let me make sure we got what we need so that we can do this and sustain it. That's my wife. You've got to be all right with being different. Um, it's like a puzzle, right? You're putting puzzle pieces together. All the pieces in the box when you're putting the puzzle together are not the same for different reasons. Some fit in the corner, some fit in the middle, some fit in some awkward spot. That's the point though, but they all fit. Figure out how you two fit when it comes to building a business. And to be honest with you, you're not gonna figure that out until you start doing it. There's not a lot of prep work you can do when it comes to running a business with your spouse. It's not. Because you're gonna find out things in the moment and then you're gonna realize, oh wow, I, I didn't know that. And you have to probably talk about it real time, right? So that's number two. Number three. Here's what I said to him. And this ties into number two, and this is the reason why I said it to him. Let your male ego go. If she's bringing in more business, who the hell cares? It's the same household. Don't diminish her shine because of your ego. I'm gonna say that again, because this is a long, this is number three. It ties into number two. Let your male ego go. If she's bringing in more business, who the hell cares? It's the same household. Don't diminish her shine because of your ego. So when you understand that we are both going to be strong in different parts of the business, and I'm okay with that. If my wife is crushing it with people and, and closing, you know, if you've got a, just a traditional business and you're doing sales, if my wife is crushing it on sales, why am I going to get mad at her or let my immaturity start to get in the way? And now I'm creating conflict for no apparent reason. There's no reason to do that. None of what none of what is happening is worth that when we're trying to build a successful marriage and a successful business. Right. So, fellas, we got to let our male ego go so that the business can thrive and your wife can be who she needs to be in order for the business to grow. Trust me, it will work in your favor. So like in our business, in our case, we both, I could be having a great few days where I'm bringing in, you know, new people to be able to help and we're adding value and I can go two weeks without it and my wife is crushing it. Be okay with that. Who cares? N nobody cares. Like in my, in my brain, here's how it looks. It's the same household, same bank accounts, same money. If my wife is the one that's bringing it in right now and she's crushing it right now, let me serve the flow that she's in right now. Go get her a water. Go, go, go make sure she's good. Fel like fellas, make sure she got a plate. Like, but do, but don't let your ego want to crush her because it ain't you and you ain't the one out front. So what? It doesn't matter. What matters is, is business thriving, right? compliment her make sure that she knows like you see it and that you're like yo babe the way you did that that's cool I, man I, that how, how you close that is awesome i'm often asking my wife how like because i i want to be able to make sure that she knows what i'm being attentive because i actually do care i'm curious but also at the same time like i want her to know like i value that right that she can pick up any portion of this business and go kill it. She doesn't always have to, but she can. And when she does, I acknowledge that. So fellas, please don't let your ego get in the way of her shine. 
If she's better at the numbers, get out of the way. Let her go do the numbers. Who cares? It's making the business healthy, right? At the end of the day, whatever's going to work best for the business and your marriage is what that's all that matters. My little ego and wanting to be whoever I think I am in my head don't matter. If my wife is crushing it, let me go get my wife a plate. <laughs> baby, keep crushing it. You What you want, baby? What you want to eat? <laughs> need a foot rub? What do you need? But there, there's times where, you know, you'll be in a flow, right? And she'll see that and she'll acknowledge it and she'll be wanting to serve you so you can just stay in the flow of what you're doing. But fellas, we got to get out of this ego driven thing where we're just, it, it, it crushes a lot of people. And I don't want you to do that to, to your wife. All right. That's number three. Number four well, that I have learned, I wrote back to this guy, laugh about it. Things will go wrong and you will screw stuff up. It's okay. Laugh it off. Don't make it about who is wrong. Talk more about what went wrong and correct that. I'm going to say this again. Laugh about it. Things will go wrong and you will screw stuff up. It's okay. Laugh it off. Don't make it about who is wrong. Talk more about what went wrong and correct that. I am learning in three years of, of having a successful business with my wife that it, we, we, are screw, we screw up stuff all the time. I drop the ball often. I miss, I miss meetings. I'll schedule something on top of something else that I wasn't supposed to. Um, I can get in the middle of a, of a conversation or a presentation, whatever it is I'm doing, and I totally bomb. My brain is somewhere else. You're going to screw up, but laugh about it. And the only way you can laugh about it is to realize you are human. You're going to error and not to take yourself too seriously. But this last part is also very, very important. It's one thing I, I talk about this all the time. And the guys use the hashtag grown man businesses. This is making sense to you um, and share this video out. It doesn't matter who is wrong. It matters what went wrong. That's what you should focus on. See, in, in, in America's culture, especially, we like to put a face to the blame, right? Whatever went wrong, we need a face. Who, who's, who's at fault? Who's at fault? Who's at fault? It's in all the news media. It's, it, it's everywhere. No, what went wrong is more important because who's at fault could be any one of us on any given day. But what went wrong can be corrected so that I can be more aware of how I got to the wrong, right? So if I'm constantly and consistently putting things on top of a calendar that we already have of important things, other stuff, then I can correct that because I can go back and go, man, the last two weeks I kept doing it. What am I not seeing? What am I not doing? Oh, it's because I'm just saying yes to everything and I'm not going back first and looking at the calendar to see what is already there and giving people the, 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 the time and, that I'm actually available. So that's just two seconds of opening up your calendar if it's shared and going, no, I'm not available then, but I am available here. Does that work? Right. Or agreeing to nothing, no matter where you are and saying, hey, send me those dates by email or text. When I get to my calendar and I'm doing my calendaring time that I carved out, I will look and I'll let you know if that works best for me. Right. Agree to nothing, no matter what it is in the moment. And then get when you schedule that time in the calendar stuff, you, you can look at it. But I can fix that, though. 
right? You're human. I can't, you're going to error. You're always, something's, you're always going to screw something up, right? But if we learn to tackle the problem and not each other, that is how your marriage stays thriving. That is how your business keeps growing too. Because here's the truth of the matter. If your business starts thriving, you're going to start having to hire people. You're going to have more people involved and you're going to have to have a way and a culture by which we can keep growing. And one of the best things you can do when you start in a business with your wife, deal with the problem, not the person. What went wrong? Okay, let's just talk about that. And focus on that. That's a better conversation. It's a lot more productive and we're not so focused on the emotion about how I feel about it. We're trying to get down to solving problems. That's why you started a business in the first place to help solve problems, right? Our health and wellness business is about solving problems for people who are struggling with just the practical nature of, hey, where do I find alternatives to all of these toxic things that we're using every single day? How do I start to lose this weight? Chris, I saw you lost 65 pounds. How did you do it? I can show people that. I can show people how to deal with skin irritation problems and some of these other. I am solving a problem, basic practical problems for the households of any family anywhere. But I focus on the problem, not the person, right? And the more you learn to do that, the better off you're going to be when it comes to building a business and a marriage that is both thriving. All right. So I did this in under 25 minutes. That's great. Cause I got another meeting I got to do, but I wanted to come on here and just provide this. It, I, I just literally just happened. I saw the conversation and listen, I like to talk all things grown man. So this is all about grown man business. Uh, if you like this content, please make sure that you give a share, like, and subscribe or leave a comment below. Do you agree with my four? I'm gonna recap them for you. Number one, uh, if you're starting a business with your wife, there are four key things that I think are really important to keep your marriage and your business thriving. Number one, communication is key. It will either be your demise or your strength. Make it the latter. Number two, you both will be stronger at different things of the business. Be okay with that. Leverage it. Number three, let your male ego go. If she's bringing in more business, who the hell cares? It's the same household. Don't diminish her shine because of your ego. Guys, that's, that's going to kill your marriage. Number four, I told him, laugh about it. Things will go wrong. You'll screw stuff up. It's okay. Laugh it off. Don't make it about who is wrong. Talk more about what went wrong and correct that. That is the four that I have for you. Hope you enjoyed this video. Hope it made sense to you. Um, man, it's another live in the books. This was very random, but I wanted to come on here and just share this because it was something that was kind of spurred the moment. I was like, man, this might be something good for you guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching. I hope you found value in this video. Again, continue to share with people that you know and that you care about. Hey, maybe you're thinking about starting a business with your spouse and you're going, huh, I wonder what the pros and cons are. Hopefully these four keys will help keep you uh, your marriage and your business thriving. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. And I'll catch you in the next episode.